Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, Monday morning, and it's another time for our special segment, the Coffee Shop Conversation segment, Monday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, or let's go to California time, Um, well, early in the morning, (laughs) 7 a.m. California time, 8 Mountain. 9 Central and 10 Eastern, as well as Atlantic during daylight seven time. Well, as usual, every Monday at this time, we meet with Jet Chichenko, and we have some kind of coffee shop conversation in that segment where we address topics that lead to improvement in our faith, our family, and our friendship. Today, we will talk about, well, I'll leave that as a surprise. But first, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host, and we'll get back to Jet. Good morning, Shatila. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning, all. <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, what do you say? When I open, when I shut. <laughs> yeah, we are. We recovered from a long weekend. Nevertheless, here we are, and Jet is on the other line. Good morning, Jet. Hey, good morning. I think we're all in the same boat this morning. I know one I open, one I shut. I got my coffee here, and I'm still waiting for it to kick in. All right, good enough. I got my coffee here with me, so my eyes are pretty well open, but my body's still draining. Now, you guys had quite the adventure with Carnival all month and then big big finale last night. I want to hear more about that. Well, Jed... <laughs> Carnival in the Virgin Islands is an experiment, experience, and excitement all wrapped into one. Yes, On uh, let's let's back up the the final week is when everything comes to a climax. We have well, should I say three climaxes? <laughs> one is the food fair, which started out as a food fair, is now called a cultural fair because it's a combination of Local foods and spices and pastries, everything that your grandmother used to make that you cannot find in the stores anymore. Well, first of all, they weren't made to be sold in stores. They were just personally in handout from home to home, family to family. But those things are now being sold at the fair. As well as Nice. Now, do you have a favorite food? Yes. Is there like a favorite meal or dish? Or... Well, oh, and funny you should be asking that now. Mine is seafood of all kinds. Conk. Conk is the seafood. You ever see the 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 the, the guy a picture of a guy blowing a, a shell? That big shell that he's blowing or making a horn out of is a conch shell. That's where the conch lives. Now conch is a sea animal that is cousin to the um, cl- um, clam. The New Hampshire clams, they're all cousins. Same thing. So that and you is get a very tasty meal. Right. And how do they cook it? Is it fried? Is it just cooked? Is it Breaded? Well, however you want to. I don't think they're really fried, but it has to be cooked for a long time. So I think it's either boiled or stewed or whatever it is they do, but it has to be cooked really good because 
If it is, then it comes out tough. But that's my favorite. You get back to the climax. In addition to having the uh, food, they also have awesome craft, homemade brooms, uh, straw hats, hats made out of the palm that is dried out and then turned yellow or, or sometimes to do with the green one. And you can get uh, local pastries, homemade ice cream, popsicles, those kind of things. Chitila had a first favorite popsicle with rum in it. <laughs> and that became her favorite. So that's very that's one. fun. Yeah, so a that's little bit one. of for everybody. Yes. And then on the Friday was the Children's Carnival Parade. So that's all the children who wanted to participate. When I say children, it's not just a group of children, it's just it's well organized. There are organized groups of families, of churches, schools, whatever. Whoever wants to participate, they can do it. Of course, they fill out application in advance and participate, but it was fun. Lots of music, lots of colors, lots of picture-taking opportunities. There's even, uh, there was even on both days, the adult parade on Saturday and the children parade on Friday, what we call a Mookie Jumbi. That's a guy dancing on stilts. And I that's think colorful. I saw that. Yes, yeah. Tequila put yes, a yes, picture yes, of that too. up on Facebook, right? Yes. Exactly. Sheila was fascinated with that. She was in a trance just watching him and staring at him and said, I hope he doesn't fall. In fact, the younger one was a mommy. She picked up a baby from her family member and danced with the baby there for a while and gave the baby back while still on her stilt. Oh, fun. I've been following along all week. Sheila's been posting the top pictures and videos and almost feel like I was a little bit of a part of it. It was pretty cool. Oh, yes. There's so much going on, we can't even put it all in, on, on online. All right, Jed, so what you know what? You guys, what time did you guys get back last night? What time did you finally make it back home? Oh, no, no. The bird, I mean, everything was all over. We were home all day, yeah, basically. We, we, yeah, yeah, we ended ours early. <laughs> we wasn't okay. out with all the riffraff. Well, we, we so have yesterday was kind of a recovery day event. Yes, 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 yes. We went down to the university where we have breakfast down there, and they cook a delicious meal. Oh, I think that's Chitila's favorite restaurant now, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yes. For brunch only. <laughs> when they cook an omelet, Chet, the omelet is about six inches thick. <laughs> Put everything in it that you want. <laughs> and they roll they roll it over in half. And that is nice, a full nice. meal. Nice little bit, yeah. So right. we've been doing okay. So Yeah. Next time I'm in the Virgin Islands, you got to take me there. Six, six inch, thick omelets. I could, I could go for that. <laughs> I put you in a suitcase, Jed. <laughs> I'll send my pilot out with my private jet to pick you up and your family and bring you down here one day. <laughs> I can't wait. All, All right. right. Well, we better dive in because i got to keep things short and sweet today. I've got okay. two kiddos that I'll have to take to school in a little bit, and I'm actually – sitting right here with um, little Emily in my arms. So if she wakes up and gets crabby, oh, we're really going to have to keep sweet. it short and sweet. But okay. right now she's sound asleep and relaxed and looking happy. So I think we're pretty good to go. So Jed, Jed has my acronym for the day. Keep it short and sweet, K-I-S-S. K-I-S-S. I like it. <laughs> All right. We have to keep it with a kiss. for the day. K-I-S-S, keep it short and sweet. I got a quote for the day from Zig Ziglar. It says, 
outstanding people have one thing in common, an absolute sense of mission. And I thought that would be a great topic for today is really okay. all about mission. And um, it's becoming bigger and bigger with companies, with um, even individuals. People have personal missions. Of course, every company now has either a vision, mission, or a purpose statement. Um, three words yes. that often kind of refer to the same thing. Because even fast food companies have kind of come to this understanding that they need a vision greater than making burgers or making really good food. Um, customer service matters, employee happiness matters, just the overall feel and atmosphere of the entire place is something that makes a difference. So it's not simply yes. enough to make you know, fast burgers anymore. There's got to be more of a meaning, more purpose behind it. What do you guys think? Right. Yes, that's true. Had to tell the customers what they're going to be expecting and what the company is striving towards. It's like a ticket for a train. You can get on the train, but if you don't have a sense of where the train goes, you could ride on that train forever and never get to where you really want to go. Absolutely. Like that old saying, if you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. Which I yes. think is why exactly. mission is, is so important because nowadays there's more stuff to do than ever before. And it's easier to kind of wake up and go nonstop from, you know, morning to evening and then kind of oh, at the end of the day you sit down and think, what did I do with my what day? Have I, what have I I know I didn't today? exactly. Yeah, I know I didn't stop. I know I was moving the whole time, but what did I just do with those, you know, last 16 hours? Been there, done that. Exactly. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yes. So, Killer, I'm sure, too. Uh, understatement. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's the queen of multitasking, but even with multitasking, she's got a whole lot accomplished, but not quite sure which direction to go on next. You read about that. So you had to have a checklist. <laughs> she has a checklist to keep her on track. Checklist is a good way to do it. So checklist can be yeah. almost like a mission that you've got what you're accomplishing during the day. You're going through one by one, checking off the boxes. I'll do the same thing. So whenever I talk to families yeah. about mission, I always like to use the image of a lighthouse. Um, and for two reasons. One, does it give you direction? It shows you where you're going. And then two, yes. um, because when things get rough, when the storms of life come in, it means you'll always know which way's up. It gives us clear path to follow no matter how busy things get and no matter how stormy or chaotic things get. Right. So what would and happen what if I they didn't about. have a lighthouse? I'm sorry. Again? What would happen if they didn't have a lighthouse built? Yep. A lot of, a lot of shit sunk before before lighthouses and probably a lot of people just running around from one thing to another to another without a clear sense of mission. I think it was okay. Peter Drucker who said, good is the enemy of great. And um, I know that's true in my life. There's just so much stuff to get caught up in. And I think um, nowadays more than ever before, I look at things like um, probably good things that I like, things like Kindle Unlimited that lets you you know, basically have a whole library at your fingertips. Um, you can keep up to 10 books on your Kindle device, and when you're done with one, you just turn it in and exchange it for another one. Our family has Netflix. Um, you know, 
hundreds, if not thousands, of movies and television shows stream live, you know, right at your fingertips again, and they change month to month. I keep thinking, yeah. you know, I'd never have to leave my house. I'd never have to go to a movie theater again. I'd never have to go to a bookstore again. You know, you can get just about anything you need right from your own living room. And there's not wow. enough hours in the day to keep up with it all. Yes, yeah, true. So I think never before have we had so much entertainment and such easy access to entertainment, which is why a mission is so important because – you know, it's easy to blink and think, where did the day go? Or let alone, you know, what happened to my entire week or my entire year? Yes. Wow. So you said something on your on your blog about, um, I like it, the cow. <laughs> C-O-W. Explain it for us, our audience, please. Oh, you know, I put this one up there just for you. I was thinking of thinking of you and the acronyms at the time, and I thought, you know what, I'm write this in just for just for ATM and Shativa. So CAL stands for Crisis of the Week, and um, you know, there's always going to be some sort of crisis, some some sort of problem that we can hone in on, and um, something that can just suck away our time. Um, so, in addition to all the Entertainment. There's also the cows or the crisis of the week that will just come in and invade and take over. So it also gives us a clear direction to keep following in the midst of crises, crises and challenges. Um, because I know mm-hmm. when those difficulties happen, it's so easy to feel overwhelmed and just zero in and focus on the problem um, that we're not getting anything else done. So even when life gets overwhelming, um, even when the storms hit and there's problem after problem after problem, having a mission statement still provides just that direction that you're going to go. So okay. I know when things get challenging for our family, we still have this direction of two or three things that we're going to do, um, two or three things that have to happen. All right. All right, so I've got a um, first that goes with it, too, um, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen that says, where there's no vision, the people perish. Um, I think the cool thing with all of this is um, it's not just psychology, not just good leadership principles, but there's also scripture that backs it all up and that goes along with it. Okay. So how about you guys? Okay, I'm ready. What would you put down as, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was waiting for you to give a quote. I thought you were going to give a quote from one of those. You with us? Hold on one second. All right, sure, no problem. All right. I'm moving and I'm back. All right, so I don't have another quote, but I do like from Proverbs twenty nine eighteen that God said at first that, um, yes. you know, even when it comes to psychology, missions, vision, um, we really can look back at Scripture and see that um, it's a key foundational principle that um, God said to follow all along. Okay. So I was going to ask about you guys. What are what are some of the things that you would put down as part of your mission? What are some of the things that you'd put down as your your must-haves? 
Well, where do we start? Must haves, okay. I must have time enough to get it all done, and I can't seem to find it. But definitely, still in it, it, it fits in where <clears throat> where you're talking about. If we don't have a guidance, we can be carrying more cows than we need to. In other words, yeah. what, what I see happen in my life is there's so many things to have to, to get accomplished, but not enough time in the day. And once we decide to set priorities and determine which ones I'm going to manage, handle, take care of, then it makes a lot more accomplishment. A lot more can be done. But it takes Absolutely. a little bit of work. Yes. In fact, I should say it takes a lot of work to keep focus on that. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's probably one of the biggest misconceptions um, that I see about mission is that either people don't put enough time into thinking about what their mission is and put enough time into crafting their mission statement, or they build it up into a too big of a thing and become so focused on everything's got to be perfect that they never get any mission down at all. And I think either one of those is a mistake because um, even a mission or a mission statement can be fluid. It can change over time. Um, I think back to the things that were important to me when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, and so many of those things have changed. Um, In fact, I think it's funny when I see... um, you know, people 18, 19 years old get um, tattoos. Not that I have anything against tattoos, but I'll look at it and I think, you know, if I were to permanently put something on my body at 18 years old that's really important to me, um, you know, now that I'm nearing my 40s, um, I'd probably look back and think, what was I thinking? I think that's <laughs> so much regret with that because the things that seem so important to us at one time, you know, 10, 20 years down the road, we look and we think, you know what? I've changed. I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So it's okay for yeah. mission to change. The other side of it is when you're thinking of mission and you're putting together your mission, you want to try to think 10, 20, even 50 years ahead and think, okay, can I see this being an important part of my life 50 years from the future? And I'll give you an example of that. Um, You know, football might be a part of somebody's mission. For some people, football is going to be an important part of their life throughout their lifetime. You're going to um, play football in high school, maybe play football in college. Um, When you get married, have a family, you're going to coach your kids' football games, and then just throughout your lifetime, you're going to be attending games, reading about football, um, studying it, talking with your football buddies. And so really football could be a really important part of your mission. Yes. Now for me, I put um, growth as part of my mission. Uh, years ago when I kind of picked this keyword as part of my mission statement, I was attending college, and so I started brainstorming things that were important to me, and I put things like reading, um, at, going to school, I was attending college at the time, um, studying, and kind of looked at all of these things, and none of them really fit. And um, I almost picked reading. I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Um, thought about college for a while, but I thought, you know, three or four years down the road, I'm going to graduate. College isn't going to be an important part of my life, or at least not as important as it is now. 
So that's not going to yeah. be a good mission. That's more of a short-term goal. Reading, I thought, you know, I love to read. I want to be this lifelong learner. I'm glad I didn't take reading, though, because now I'm spending more time writing than I am reading. Um, uh-huh. But it all fits into this underlying category of growth or personal growth, and that's really where the passion lies. Is I always want to be learning, always want to be growing, always want to be developing. And so for me, that was a good good mission because kind of the way I fulfill the mission changes, but the mission stays the same. So, you know, there's a time in my life where going to college fulfilled that personal growth. There was a time when reading a lot of books fulfilled that. Now it's writing books and um, doing things like hanging out with you guys on Monday mornings and talking about <laughs> um, personal growth and leadership and um, faith development. Amazing. Yeah, I think so you how about you guys, what would, I'm so I curious, think you what you want to, <laughs> go, Shakila. No, I was saying, I think you brought up a pretty good um, point when you were saying, you know, um, basically you wouldn't want to get a tattoo when you were young because when you get older, you may not, you know, think the same or even like it. I think a lot of people go through that as we grow because we are not the same person um, and we mature at different levels in our life. But I agree with you with that. That's why I don't have any tattoos at all. And I'm not against tattoos either, but I just don't see myself getting a tattoo and then not liking it later. Um, I remember having a belly, my belly wasn't pierced when I was younger, and I also had my lip pierced. And then I woke up, like, the next day and said, what did I do? So I think a lot of people need need to think about that before they make, you know, uh, um, big decisions like that because it definitely can, you know, change the next day. Well, you see a lot of those posts on Facebook too, right? Like 10 worst tattoos ever or 10 biggest tattoo misspellings or mistakes. I always worried if I had gotten one that I would have ended up as a Facebook post. <laughs> Me too, Jen. <laughs> wow. But I do think it's a great thing that we mature. You know, um, a lot of people stay the same, but a lot of people uh, mature in their own time as well. But it's a good thing because we all, um, you know, need to have forward movement as opposed to being stagnant at a standstill in life. Absolutely. Well, and it kind of gives us permission to let some stuff go, too. Um, I remember hearing one of the pastors at Rick Warren's church speak um, before he had put out his book, The Purpose Driven Church, and I was super, super engaged. Um, speaker was just fascinating because he talked about how at the church they would get rid of programs that people really enjoyed and really liked that had been longstanding programs because they went through and looked at it and said, okay, this program isn't fulfilling our purpose or our mission this year. You know, our church is really honed in on these three areas. This old program, even though we had a great turnout last year, doesn't help us grow in one of these three areas. We're going to get rid of it. And for me, that was just fascinating. Um, He told stories about people in the church getting mad and upset and even walking away and leaving. Um, but at the same time, I left this workshop thinking, man, I want to have that kind of purpose and mission not only in my job but in my life too where if if something's really good but it's not helping me reach 
the direction that I want to go or that our family wants to go, that we say, you know what, this is really good. It's really fun. We enjoy it. But it's not part of our mission this year. We're going to let go of it. So it almost gives you permission to um, kind of relax. Wow. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. You're making sense all the way, Jeff. I, I think the other, other side of it is mission isn't safe. Um, you know, safest thing to do is to kind of go with the flow and lay low. Um, <laughs> go with the flow and lay low. I like that. <laughs> I, I must be tired because I'm rhyming, and I, I did not plan that one. Listen, I will know where that listen, came from. <laughs> listen, listen, I got I got an acronym for that one. BAM, B. A M be action minded. Be absent minded. I love it. All right, hold on, I'm writing that down. Uh oh. Uh golly. Yeah, this acronym's a lot of fun, but it also helps us to stay focused. It helps us with our goals. It helps us with our lighthouse. It helps us keep track of where we are or where we want to go. All right, I'm going to use that damn sometime in the future. That's going to end up somewhere. Be by all means, go right ahead. You just said that by all means. That's damn too. By all means. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Damn. You just said by all means. That's bam too. <laughs> by all means. Bam. <laughs> damn. Oh, we are on a roll today. Oh, we are. Without my Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's her without her mountain her coffee equivalent, Mountain Dew. Oh well. <laughs> All right guys, so I've got my mission written down. I don't have it in front of me, but I'll kinda of give you just how I did mine. Okay. Um when I put together my mission statement, um and I help families do this um for years and years. Um and the way I'd okay. always start is just um having the family brainstorm words that are important to them. So it might be keywords like family, quality time together, laughter, friendship, really thinking of kind of core ideas and values that make up who you are. Then we would yes. go through and we would start to combine them and cross them off. So we might see okay. things like um, football, baseball, and sports. And then we look through and say, um, okay, you know, which is it? Is it football that's the main main mission? Is it baseball or is it just you guys like sports in general? And they'd say, you yes. know, we really like sports in general. I might look and um, see things like running on there, physical activity, going to the gym, and then we would kind of look for the broader theme. And I'd say, all right, guys, we got going to the gym, we got running, we got um, healthy eating. It looks like maybe physical health is kind of more of the un- underlying theme. You know, is it really baseball that's your mission and, you know, that's what life's all about? Or is it really this mm-hmm. theme of we want to stay in good, good physical health? And um, so it would be a lot of brainstorming and trying to find this root theme of all of these key ideas, key values, and words. Mm-hmm. And then once once we've got just a handful of words down there, we'd narrow it down to top three to five. And um, you don't want to make your mission too broad. Um, 
because you really do want it to be a, a lighthouse, kind of that laser focus. So for me, one of, one of my missions is family. No matter how busy life gets, no matter how chaotic um, things get, family, family is important. Family matters. Um, God's a big mission, honoring, honoring Christ in all I do. So we're going to honor Christ. We're going to take care of our family and um, focus on personal growth. And really, those are three key areas. I think I also put um, health down there, physical health and mental health, um, as another part of my mission. But those are the things that are really important. Um, when time's short, when things get busy, when things get chaotic, that's my lighthouse, and it, um, it's what's going to provide me direction and the path to follow. So, Jed, i got a question for you. In your family, yeah. do you have one general or common lighthouse, or do you have five little lighthouses? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm guilty. I have not done this with my family yet. Damn, I love it. Oh, okay. So this is something that I think would be really good for us to sit down and do together as a family, especially being a, a blended yes. family. I could see this being yes. especially important to us. So we're not there yet on our journey, but we're we're getting there. Okay. That's what the whole show is about, about getting there. I got just a couple minutes left, but um, what would be okay. the key words that you might put down for your for your mission, for your mission statement? Mine, I would say, Jed, would be uh, family first. Um, also, um, communication um, and basically being a listening ear for uh, my children and being a good tour guide. So I always want to have faith and family and, you know, be able to listen to their um, what, the, what they have going on in life so I won't be in the dark. What a great picture. I love that tour guide picture. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, I think as a parent, we are a children's tour guide, and if they have the lack of a tour guide, then they're going to be their own tour guide, and it may not be in the right direction. So you have to lead them in the right direction and, and hope for them to continue on with or without you, you know, in the, in the event of your absence. What a cool image. I love it. <laughs> and for me, I'll have to come up with some acronyms. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I can't claim that they're all mine, but I picked up some along the way by Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar. I think that's what got me in twos and, and bringing it on more. But to me, all ASK, S, A-S-K, always seek knowledge. And that's something that has been in, in, installed in me from the time I was a, a youngster. Get education, get education. G-A-E didn't really make sense, so I turned around and make it A-S-K, always seek knowledge. And that's important because the more knowledge we gain, the more we have a sense of what we're going to be doing, how, where we want to go, and how to operate it. If we stay in the dark, then we are really lost. Another one of my acronyms that would be a goal would be also ESP, energy, strength equals power. We can't get anything accomplished if we don't have the energy or if we don't have the strength. So that reminds me then I have to eat my meals properly and I have to exercise properly in one way, shape, or form. 
And you you really are the acronym master. I'm I'm impressed. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. As a matter of fact, let me give a little uh, tidbit. These acronyms are going to be my next book coming up. So I'm giving a heads up right now of some of the acronyms. I would encourage people to do one. I have about two or three more I want to share with you, and then I'm going to let you go because I know you got to run. The next one I want to share about is key, K-E-Y, keep encouraging yourself. Now, here's a big one. The word positive, what does that mean? To me, it means people of success initiate terrific victories every day. Spell it out. People of success initiate terrific victories every day. And then two last ones. Tap, T-A-P, take action persistently. And, of course, you know, the, the take action persistently goes along with BAM. You could, have, you could combine them. You have a, a tap BAM or a BAM tap, either one. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, you could have with the BAM, you could have a TNT. Today, not tomorrow. <laughs> so that's and that's all over there. Yes. You are firing okay, those Jeff. off. I am, I am thoroughly impressed. All right, I've got to head out. I've got to get my kiddos to school. Adrian, okay. This was fun. I think this is this is one of the reasons I enjoy doing this show with you so much. I, I love Fantastic. to ask always seek knowledge. Thank and I you. think when you got three people who are passionate about learning yes. and growing and um, just kind of having a good others. time along the way together, it um, yes. Well, it turns out being really fun. I always walk away every Monday. I haven't learned something new, and um, I have a lot of fun as well. In spite of your 7 a.m. morning, 4 o'clock (laughs) a.m. Thanks, Jed. Bye, Jed. Have a good day. Bye, guys. I look forward to to next week. All right. right. See you next week. Take care. That's all for now. Okay. Bye, guys. You want to continue some more? Okay. Okay, well, we'll go ahead and wrap things up for today. That's another edition of our Coffee Shop Conversation segment with Jed. It's always fun time, folks. We encourage you to call in. By all means, we would love to have this as interactive as can be. And if you are interested to be part of our show, all you have to do is pick up the phone and call in. Now, where do you call? Here's the number. The number is 646 721 Nine six one one. I'll repeat that. Six four six seven two one nine six one one. Now, when does coffee shop conversation segment come on the air? Well, it comes on every morning at, depending on your time zone, seven a.m. Pacific time, eight a.m. Mountain time, nine a.m. Central, and ten a.m. Eastern and Atlantic. At least during during daylight saving time when the clock turns turns back, we will be, Atlantic time will be an hour ahead of Eastern. And finally, if you uh, listen to us and you happen to be on Stitcher, then you would be able to hear us, but you may not know our website. Let me give you the website. Our website is blog talk radio at B-L-O-G talk radio.com slash in the author's corner with H-E-N. Go to that website every morning, every Monday morning at the designated time, 10 a.m. Eastern, and you'll find us there. If you are too shy to speak on the air, you can definitely go into our chat room and 
pass your information over to us, or we'll make sure that one of us, Jed in particular, would answer your questions or your concerns. So, folks, this is us. My co-host, Shatila, closing words, Shatila? Well, I would just like to say um, make sure you be able to tune in next Monday at 10 a.m. We'll be back again. All right, folks. We want to encourage you take what we say and share it. If we're saying something that doesn't make sense, by all means, write it down, make a question out of it, and call it, take a picture of it. Yes, bam. (laughs) Take a picture of it and call us and let us know. We would love to hear from you. We would love to interact with you. So until next time, we're going to say so long for now, folks. You take care, and we'll see you next Monday at 10 Eastern. So long now, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.